All right, we're back for a snobby short. Uh, we were just discussing Squid Game, no S. <laughs> I'm I'm Cicely Joy with Real Snobs, and I'm still here with Tommy. Hi, Tommy. Hello. Hello. Um, so as we were talking about Squid Game, I wanted to uh, discuss briefly uh, a little bit about Alice in Borderland, which came on or was uh, introduced, I guess, to Netflix earlier this year, I want to say. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a Japanese show, not a Korean show like Squid Game, but it's a Japanese show. And I felt like it had similar themes. And I wouldn't be surprised if you find a lot of shows like this, um, uh, maybe especially in Japan, because Japan is well known for a lot of their kooky kind of game shows. So mm-hmm. it makes sense to have shows, TV shows and movies kind of about the dark side of games, you know? <laughs> um, so Alice in Borderland, obviously the title is kind of like a nod on Alice in Wonderland, um, but it's not at all that. <laughs> mm. <laughs> um, it's definitely I, down the rabbit hole though. Yes, it does. Um, so... Allison Borderland is a show about, I believe it's about three friends. Well, doesn't it start with three friends? Is it three or four of them? I forget. Let's, three or yeah. four. So three three guys that are pretty much just... Um, I think it's uh, right. Yeah, I wouldn't say derelicts. They're just kind of dudes not really doing much with their life. Um, you know, one of them, the main character, can't remember his name, uh, Arisa? Arisu? Arisu. Let me look at it up. Arisu, yeah, it sounds right. Oh, you know what's interesting that I found out? Um, so this show that we saw is actually a remake of an anime that came out. It was a miniseries. Um, really? I think it was like three or four episodes that came out in 2014. Mm. So I didn't know yeah, that. Yeah, it's Arisu, yeah. Yeah, and it makes me want to kind of check out maybe the um, anime. Maybe they'll actually kind of go into a little bit more detail. But um, a group of friends basically in somewhere in Japan, let's say Tokyo, I don't know. Um, they're just kind of hanging out. Um, you know, I think one of or two of them are just friend at the local job that he's you know, a retail job and they're just kind of shooting the shit. And um, I don't remember exactly what happened, but I remember they ran into, they were like in the subway or something, and they They ran into a bathroom to escape some cops. Right. They were causing trouble or something. I don't think they stole anything, but they were just caught disturbing the peace, and they ended up running. Yeah. Yeah, so they were hiding in the bathroom for a while, and I think something happened, like there was a a blinding light or something. like, Like maybe that or an earthquake. I don't know. But when they came out, uh, when they thought the coast was clear, they realized that everyone had disappeared. Like, no one was around at all. This is like, may as well be New York City and with nobody there. Exactly. It was just like, they basically were, we still don't know exactly what happened, but how it seemed is like they were transported to this alternate, alternate parallel wasteland (laughs) or something. It's not a wasteland. It was the city, but it was just abandoned. And so, of yeah, course, it's fully the city. Yeah. Of course, they're walking not like around. It, right. And it's not like it had passed some years or something. It was just like, oh, all the people are gone now. This yeah. is the same place we just were five minutes ago, but all the people have gone. 
So of course their first instincts like are were we abducted? You know, are we dead? Or like what happened? All just trying to figure out what happened. So they're walking around just trying to find some person, someone, and I think they eventually come across. Uh, uh, I don't remember if they came across a person or they came across. They had to find a game first, I think. Right? Yeah. But how did they find the game? Eventually, they found they found out that they are participating in a game of sorts, <laughs> and there are other people there. They um they were passed on like uh, cell phones. Oh, what was that? My TV. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, they were passed cell phones and kind of the self. Uh, they will get a call or a text message with certain rules, and basically they have to register themselves um into uh a certain game now they don't they don't know what's going on but they get caught up in playing this particular game and there's like one or two other people that are with them and that they're not really giving them much explanation other than hey you just have to play the game um so the first game is kind of like a a a weird uh labyrinth game with doors like here's a room like uh, this this next room it's either a safe room, like you can pass through to the next room, or if you open the wrong door, you will get shot. And so that was right. their um, their sudden realization that, hey, this is a dangerous game. Like, it's a survival game. So somehow through, you know, because usually there's always someone that's like, ooh, I'm a genius, and I have like some special memory power or something that's beneficial for the moment. Um, they are able to survive that first game. And after that, they pretty much realize what's going, or not realize, but they learn what's going on, that they're in this, again, parallel um, city with some random people that all kind of uh, transported there at some point in time. And some point in time was something that we were suspicious of, I believe, because it seemed like there were people there from different points of time. Uh Do you recall that? Yeah, yeah, it's definitely like like they just got there, but you could tell that some people have been there for at least a few games already. Some people have been there for weeks, months, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. and so essentially the rules are that you get, I guess you get like um, a pass or a, a, they saw a visa that may be good right. for, I don't know, three days. So right. basically you're you're good for three days, but after three days you have to um, you have to find a game to play. And there are games all over the place um, at, that are occurring all the time. And they're tracking you somehow. So if your visa is up and you don't and, um, register for a new game, then you die through some, some like laser beam Right. Like you just get you get laser beam through the face from the sky. Yeah. And like some dude, like because after the first game, some dude was like, I'm done playing, I give up, I quit, I'm not gonna play anymore. And then a freaking like laser, like it's like a um like a red dot sight from a gun. Yeah. Like comes down from the sky and just like shoots this dude through the head yeah. and kills him. They're like, what the fuck? And so the the point of the games is after you if you win a game, then you're collecting uh, these cards that basically are part of uh, a deck of cards. Like they could be a number in a, um, uh, whatever, not a face card, but a, uh, a five of hearts. Yeah. Like a, 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 a symbol, suit, a, suit. a suit. Thank yeah, you. A suit, so yeah. 
um, they learn that, let's see. So yeah, that's the point. They, they, they get these cards if they, um, if they do pass and from kind of exploring this world, they, they find more people and they find actually a group of people that are all saying, Hey, you know, I hear, um, there's safety, there's like food and shelter and safe or safety or whatever at this place called the beach. So here's this little mission for them to find this, this mysterious place called the beach. You learn that the beach is really like a resort, um, hotel that a bunch of people have flocked to, and they have kind of created this little community, um, a system somehow where they have you know worker bees and and maybe residents do, and do you want to say who he ran across us with after what happened oh you can explain because i may not remember <laughs> so so they he and his friends were playing a game and they ended up they win the first game somebody got a little bit hurt he got his arm burned or something mm-hmm. they play a second game with his friends they run into a girl they started working with her um they almost died they played a third game and <sighs> what happened that we were like, oh, this is rough. You want to talk about that or you want to leave that for them to see? That the emotional one? Yeah. I think it was a space game where oh, him well, friends. Well, before you say that, so what I was going to say is at the beach, they learned the point of some of the cards that the cards, the, the suit of cards and the number of the cards kind of indicate the um uh, the difficulty, the difficulty the and but also, they didn't learn that. In, I thought they didn't learn that until they got to the beach, and his friends were not there at the beach. Oh, uh, maybe I can't remember if his friends yeah. initially were there or not. But, but they, they didn't do, make it to that part. <laughs> okay, so they do find out that um, the the numbers uh, indicate the difficulty, but the, the each suite kind of indicates the type of game. Like maybe one game may be strategy, another game may be. I don't know, a physical, physical another yeah. maybe puzzles, but then there, uh, the oh, spades. Oh, the heart game. I, the heart. I think it was hearts. Yeah, it's the hearts. Yeah, the heart game is an emotional game. Um, and so there's, there are rare cards out there and that it's you hurt. may come across um, that and a lot the, of And the higher the number, the more different. Right, right, right. And yeah, exactly. So the, the people haven't seen many face cards, but the higher the number on the card, the more difficult the game is. So yeah. if you get a high number and a and a like a heart, it's like, oh, this is about to be rough. And yeah, and and so far the game, most of the games we've seen aren't necessarily just luck. It is like you you have to either be strat there's strategy, there's strength, there's you know, there's a lot of different things and smarts. I'll say. I think, so, I think it might be strategy, strength, luck, and like emotional or like yeah. psychological. Psychological. So. Oh, and I'm trying to remember the intricate details of that game, the heart game, because that was that reminded me of the it was um, it was it was Squid Game. It was like it's like it's like who's the wolf or something like that. It was basically yeah. a game of tag. So, and but the, like, the rules of the wolf has to survive or something like only only it's the like wolf if can you survive. if you it's something like one person starts off as it, you're it, and if you lock eyes with somebody, then that person becomes it. So usually when you're playing tag, you want to be, you don't want to be it. You want to tag somebody else. So when the game is over, you're not the one that's it. Whoever yeah. is it is it loses. But this game, whoever is it at the end of the game actually wins and everybody else dies. Yeah. So, yeah. 
yeah, so it's so like so he ends up with your friends right. uh-huh. and there gets to be a point where there's a decision on one of us has to be it you know right. and you're running out of time and you're essentially because I, I i i can't remember all the details of it but essentially uh there's our main the, characters watch has to watch his friends sacrifice himself themselves right, the end, yeah. for him because they realize they're all they all three let's say three of them they're all three right. aren't going to make it um i think it's two and a girl they met I think yeah and that girl oh yeah she doesn't make it too because she you think mm-hmm. she's going to make it for a while because she's she's one that's she's cunning and i remember i remember like she's mm-hmm. the backstabbing one and all that to survive but she she kind of gets tricked and um yeah doesn't make it and so he had, he had experienced that type of game and again that reminded me of the marvels game from squid game because it was like a, that emotional thing where when you realize mm-hmm. you're all three not going to be able to survive or you're your team or everyone that you're with is right. not going to come out. Um, so it's right. not, Yeah, it is more mm-hmm. like strategy as to who. And, right. and they picked him. Of course, he's the main character. So they picked him to live because he was desperately trying to find somebody to look at so that he could make them it and let them live. Cause he didn't want to be it. And they're like, they're just like silent and they're hiding and they're being still. And cause at first they were like, everybody was trying to survive. But then at the end of it, he ends up being it, and they're like, you know what? You, you should be the one to live. And he's like, no, I don't want to live without you guys. Yeah. You guys we got to blah, blah. And they're like, staying nope. hiding from him, so he can't. Yeah, so they're hiding, and they're like being all extra quiet. And the girl that's with him is trying to yell out, and one of the guys is covering her mouth because yeah. he's like, no, my boy is going to live here. Yeah. Yeah, so that that was, oh, yeah, that was hard. And it, it happened kind of early on, too, because you're like, oh, dang. Right. Like, the, the whole crew's gone. Man. They're all gone. Right. It's like, well, shit. What the? Oh, my God. Yeah, it was rough, man. That and was so rough. the show turns a little different once they get to the beach. Um, at first, it feel, it seems fun and like, oh, wow, there's other people. And it's like a party all the time. And everyone is, you know, just having a good time. But then you realize, okay, who is running the beach? There's essentially two factions. There's the military faction that are basically the strength. But there's the political faction that are, I guess, like the president are making the rules and they're utilizing the military. But you could see that they are the butt heads at times because um, the military are like, well, and honestly, kind of like, we don't really need them. We can we can be running this stuff ourselves. Um, right. They have the but the the non-military faction has the support of the people and the people actually like the guy who's in charge. Exactly. Kind of, like a, kind of like a hippie type of dude. And he's like, because everybody at the beach is like wearing shorts and, and bikinis and stuff. Carry weapons. Yeah, so they're all like mostly naked. And it's not an actual beach. Guy. It's just yeah. a hotel. <laughs> right. But um, but then you find out uh, through later episodes, the the main guy, the political, the, let's say the president um, and right. the the head of the military they are were they best friends i believe yeah they were like best friends outside of the yeah they knew um, each other when they came into the game so their friendship their connection is kind of keeping keeping everyone like this system in check because honestly like it, it seemed like the military you know they're they're a little out of hand or um they can get out of hand because you know what happens when people have power and they have weapons mm-hmm. and they're the only ones to have weapons. And there's this fucker walking around with a sword, like mm-hmm. slicing people up when he has to. Oh, we should also mention that the games, uh, some of the games you're trying to survive and there's people that are going to kill you. 
And basically, if they kill you, then they survive. And they're going to kill you. Because if you survive, then they're going to die. Like, there was one of the games, like the second game, I think, when they were in the hotel, they hit, like they found out the people in the mask that were shooting at them all had, like, collars on that were going to explode if they didn't kill everybody. Yes, so. yeah, yeah. So some of the people, yeah, that are that are participating in these games are, are the facilitators, what seems like the facilitators of the games, they are they are in the game themselves. Stuck in the game too, yeah. You know, they're just aspect of the game. Um, so that's when you realize that kind of the mission of the beach or the, the, the president, he's, he, he's utilizing all these people, like they're all playing their games and stuff and they're all bringing their cards um, back to him because he figures that, hey, we can, we can beat this whole system. We can, if we, I think there's this understanding that if we collect yeah. all the cards, we go home. Or um, at least one person gets to go home, I think is where it is. Maybe, yeah. So, yeah. or that's what they think because it's not been confirmed, but they think yeah. that if you collect the whole deck of cards, all 52 cards, that whoever gets that that deck of 52 gets to go back to the real world or whatever. Exactly. It's not confirmed, but that is the idea. So everybody that lives at the beach, um, when they go out and play the games, they bring their cards back. And since they're playing as a team and they kind of know the idea of like, oh, this is a strength game, or this is that they they have a better chance of of winning. And they all just drive off these cards. And they find out it's the beach because they all have their little keys on their wrist. Like you go to the if you go to the beach and there's lockers and they have a little uh the key that you can wear around your wrist, they're yeah. all wearing them. So that's how they found the beach in the first place. I so always thought people like, at the beach. Go ahead. I always thought the rule was, I mean, yeah, you're right. If you collect all the cards, you can go home. But it wasn't that it just was one person because essentially multiple people can lead, like would would survive a game. Would they all get yeah. cards? I don't think so. I think they were all getting like one. I think it's like one card per team. So if you're a team, you get one card. Because remember, thought, they only got like the one card when they won that first and second game. They got like one card. I, I couldn't remember a, that because I felt like there was some discussion about what to do with duplicate cards or something like that. I mean, they probably kept the duplicates. Well, I think they were keeping the duplicates for whoever the next person was going to be for the next deck. Yeah. So they probably had a whole bunch of three of diamonds and they just kind of stack them for the next people. Yeah. Up. Like yeah. essentially. In order to leave, you have to have a full deck of cards. So it wouldn't, wouldn't be necessarily just one person, but there's there's opportunities for other people to probably get full decks. But they felt like it was it was we could all come together and work together. We had the best opportunity for this to happen rather than working individually. Team, yeah, and I think so, that they had never found a single face card. I think they maybe had found one ten, but they hadn't run across any games with face cards yet. Yeah. Which is, you know, freaking 12 cards that they don't have for 52. So essentially, and I remember that's 16 cards of 52. Kind of the end, I felt like, got a little blurry. Felt like, you know, basically, this system, the society um, that they created started breaking down. It started uh, when once, I think, from the perspective of all the the residents of the beach their leader went to a game and was killed what you find out later is that he his friend his best friend the leader of the military killed him but i think he killed him he made him kill him didn't wasn't that the situation weird yeah i forget it was like it was some some type of setup but it was like a, a 
um, trick to the setup. I don't remember, but then there was. And uh, then it was, wasn't that wasn't his death what triggered that last game at the beach? Yes, yes. So um, essentially, chaos started happening, and um, so, so what happened is uh, somebody at the beach was murdered, and they had to find out. They said the game is called something about a witch. Like you yeah. guys have to find out who the witch is. There's a giant pyre, a la Candyman, in the middle of the courtyard. You guys have to find out who the witch is and throw the witch on the fire or everybody dies. Yeah, by a certain amount of time. And of course, right. with that, um, and this is basically a whodunit. And so everyone's like, well, so-and-so was with so-and-so last. So it had to be this person. And, you know, it basically, it becomes a witch hunt. And so everyone right. starts accusing me, everyone. Had, right. It couldn't be me because they had tied me up and they were like beating me up. So clearly it wasn't yeah. me because all of you guys were me. So I know it wasn't you guys and it wasn't me. And so we know course, it wasn't us. So who was it? And of course, the uh, the muscle military or the guys, army, uh-huh. the military people, since they have the weapons, they're like, hey, the easiest way is, and then there's a lot of people, mind you, it's like hundreds of people uh-huh. in this beach. So they're like, hey, let's just start shooting people because we're, we're bound to find someone right. like, so, uh, as long as we kill, kill whoever, you know, we're bound to get whoever the, this witch is by, we know it's not us. So let's just let's just remove all of this like low hanging fruit. So they just start slaughtering people right and left mm-hmm. and, and then taking those bodies and throwing them on the fire. Cause it's just like, Hey, process of elimination. It has to be someone. Um, and I think what you find out is uh, the person that was supposedly killed was not actually like she killed herself or she did it to herself. Right. Um, to start the whole game. I think cause it was like, she was one of the president's people or something. So by yeah. herself, she started the game. And one person was trying to figure the whole thing out. And they had like, they were like a forensic scientist or some shit or something. Yeah. Like, close enough to that. And at the very kind of last minute, they were like trying to find some fingerprints. And they were trying to get the fingerprints off the knife. And it was like, oh, it was a reverse grip. She stabbed herself. Yeah. And then so, they were like, all right, you pass. So you don't all die. Yeah. And But I think this, but the game really and the the leader dying and stuff really broke down the this this palace of the beach and that's what i don't remember what happened after that game ended i mean that was it that was the last episode so i don't know it ended kind of on a cliffhanger yeah right like what it was just like leave the beach yeah yeah there was there was another guy that was in this second game with him when they were in the hotel the guy yeah. with the head who was just kind of watching the shooter. Yeah. Um, yeah. He was there and he was trying to get his hands on the deck of cards because remember they were collecting cards. So they had a deck and he was trying to get his hands on that deck, on that deck of cards. Yeah. And he was, was kind of like a double agent. Yeah. He was kind of masterminding some stuff to try to get in the good graces of, I don't know. He was kind of, it was great. Hey, yeah. he, was, he was really scheming though, but he was smart. Yeah, so it definitely left, uh, left with the notion that they're coming back for an- another season. But that's why it makes me wonder, uh, want to go back and look at the um, the anime because since that was just straight, I don't think, I think three episodes, uh, I yeah, wonder if, episodes, yeah. you know, like what they actually covered and if the show that we're watching is, you know, going beyond that. Um so anyway, it was it was entertaining. It was definitely entertaining and mysterious because, of course, throughout all this, year, they are, <laughs> you know, yeah. like what they are. This? I mean, they are where they left from. They're clearly in Tokyo or whatever the city was that they were in. But yeah. it's a totally different timeline with totally different people that enter at totally different times. Like 
I think some of them might even have been from like different years. Like, oh yeah, yeah. like two years ago. And I'm like, well, we just got here. Like, the hell? exactly. Like there's, there's a lot of mystery behind just that alone. And of course that was kind of uh, swept aside to, for the actual of it. So um, again, just talking about game shows that become kind of survival shows. This, of course, the difference between this and Squid Game is that they, the people in Alice in Borderland did not volunteer to be there. <laughs> they were kidnapped. Uh, they don't really know why they're there, like um, what they did to, you know, land yeah, there. There's no, there's no promise of ever leaving because uh, the whole thing about getting the deck and leaving is just a guess. Nobody really knows for sure. Yeah, there's not, they're not really explaining how to, the overall rules. You just learn that if you You don't participate in a game within, uh, after your visa expires, then you die. (laughs) So, yeah, um, I don't know. It's it's this, this trend of survival uh, games is kind of fun, but I can see also getting. Yeah, let's not. Let's not, I'm not, We don't need. I don't even know how to speak about Sweet Home. That's I really one. don't. People love monsters and they're trying to survive as monsters and turn into monsters randomly. Yeah, it's pretty cool. That's the thing. So that's the. I will say here's the theme and why I did like Squid Game because they they did explain stuff. Whereas a lot of uh, Korean shows I've watched and movies, something odd will happen. And there's not really a strong explanation as to why. And so I remember when we were watching Sweet Home and while we were watching Alice in Borderland, we're constantly guessing at, at you know, what is going on. So in Sweet Home, we, we kept trying to understand the rules as to what was turning people into monsters. And that seemed to kind well, of... Because, well, they didn't know. Because remember, it just kind of happened all of a sudden. And yeah. they were just kind of like, it was all rumors. So nobody knew. Like, it's not that we didn't know, but nobody knew what was going on. Yeah, you but know, there's also, kind of, as an yeah. audience watching, I mean, and maybe this is more kind of like with Western storytelling on, on shows and, and movies, that there's usually some type of um, element where uh, things are revealed or the or we get the information over time enough for it to satisfy right. and it makes sense. I mean, like if, yeah. Establish the rules, but this, right, like if it was American, I mean, you find out, you find out basically what everything is going on um, in um, Squid Game, kind of at the end, it toward, in the last couple episodes, you figure out like what exactly is going yeah. on. Yeah, yeah, it's you know? to me, but Squid I feel Game like pretty straightforward as to yeah. like this is why they're there, this is what's happening. You find out kind of who's behind it, but that wasn't really the biggest question I felt like we had because right, we just curious knew. about right. the games. But right. Allison Wonderland and and Sweet Home, there's all this like thing happening and there's the big question as to what is this why is this and with sweet home they would somewhat hint toward or establish some type of rule but then they would also break that rule which basically creates a bigger rule like a new rule that they will break and so you never really understand what is it like what how something works how things don't work and maybe it is cool because it is giving you more of the experience as a person that is actually in that situation versus the audience that is observing multiple perspectives. Um, But yeah, I, I I like to know I need rules. (laughs) And when I don't know the rules, I feel like you don't, 
like anything kind of goes and that's what sweet home felt like anything goes i mean it could be a cultural thing too they just used to be like well let's see what happens who knows that easily could be you know, i don't we, know we like to we like to know everything and they just kind of like yeah let's we'll, we'll figure it out or maybe not let's just watch it and see there's also like there's a very um I actually have, you know what, we should watch it because I haven't watched it in years and it was so crazy that I feel like I don't really remember what happened because oh, it's oh, so fiction. crazy. Oh, it's a great movie, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's called The Host and it's a Korean movie, The Host. There's been other movies called The Host, but this one's called The Host. And I remember years and years ago hearing about it, that it was one of the craziest, like they said it was crazy scary, but not like, you know, like gruesome or anything, but just crazy movie a lot of people kept talking about it, but they wouldn't they couldn't really specify anything about it so mm-hmm. i was like what is it good isn't there like it's you it's unbelievable and i'm like okay so i watched it and all i can remember is uh it's kind of like a monster movie in a way a little bit like sweet home but mm-hmm. i just remember i couldn't understand how to take the movie because at one moment it felt like it was a comedy like it, it started off almost like this comedy and the next moment it's like this horror movie so i'm like okay it's a horror comedy and the next moment it's like this drama that i'm like mm-hmm. i'm bawling my eyes out like oh my gosh <clears throat> they can't did they really do that and then the next it's a whole nother it's like it's constantly changing the genres that I didn't know how to take the movie at all. And that's why it's like, I understand why people can talk about it or really explain it because it's so all over the place. It's like sweet home was all over the place. So that may be like a thing. So that was definitely an interesting one for sure, Sweet Home. It's like, what is going on here? Yeah, I don't, I really don't know if they, if they come back with like another season, I really don't know if I want to watch it or not. Part of me feels like I should, but I don't know if I want to go down that rabbit hole again. Ah, come on. (laughs) It was fun. Gotta watch it. (laughs) It was fun trying to guess, but oof. Oof. Stressful. It was. Anyway. So that was Alice in Borderland. Um, yeah, I think I think we've we've covered enough. Uh, I hope anyone that's listened to this is at least intrigued enough to check them out because I, both of those shows, uh, Alice in Borderland and Squid Game, are worth um, a view. Sweet home, that's, you can that's take fun. it or leave it. That was a fun one. <laughs> It, it was definitely uh, more supernatural than the rest because def- yes, because yeah. uh, Squid Game was could happen in reality. Uh, Alice in Borderland they got transferred to an alternate reality, but the rules and physics and everything were still the same. But yeah. Sweet Home is goddamn monsters and that shit, and you could just turn into a monster randomly. So yeah, that was a whole thing. You threw the whole thing out the window there. Yeah, it started off kind of solid, like okay, okay, well, I'm, I'm with you, and then it just kind of like. Did y'all not know where this was going to go? And y'all just are like, let's just throw everything in there. Because that's what it felt like. <laughs> but yeah, I just had to start off in reality. That's all. Yeah, that's true. I had to keep it normal at first. I mean, there was, you knew there was monsters in the first episode. Yeah, that's true. That is yeah. true. So, all right. So, I think that's enough. <laughs> that's yeah. enough for, for uh, crazy survival games and monsters galore. Um, Never enough. Never enough. But thank you for joining me again. Oh, for, for sure. Chatting. Um, for sure. And let's see. 
Real Snobs, where can you find us? Because I forgot to mention this in the last recording. <laughs> but um, You can find us on all so- social media. Uh, our podcast is on Anchor. Um, and you should be able to access it where you listen to podcasts. I know Spotify, Apple Podcasts as the main ones, as well as the actual website, Anchor. Um, if you have any anything you would like for us to discuss or if you are interested in being a guest this season you know drop us a line um, on facebook and all that stuff you can find our information until then everyone good night and enjoy some tv for me also some movies and movies (laughs) good night thomas good night